Vivian Marcuse, licensed by the Department of Financial Institutions and MLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504. Florida, LO76508. Georgia, 69178. Idaho, Nevada, 57237. Oregon, Tennessee, 184373. Texas, Washington, MLO237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go, pick up the phone and call mom. All right, well, welcome to Mortgage Mom Radio. I am Debbie Marcoux, and I once again have Heidi Slegel points on with me. How are you doing today, Heidi? I'm good. How are you? I am good. I am good. So as we promised, we are going to be bringing you guys a new episode every single day, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I'm hoping to be able to put Thursdays in there as well. That way it just gives more people the opportunity to watch, join, ask questions. Maybe you have a certain day off. It makes it a little bit easier, you know, on Monday for you than maybe Wednesday. But we are always going to be at 1 p.m. Pacific time to help all of you guys be able to follow. If you want to know when we go live, make sure that you guys go go to YouTube and click on our subscribe channel. So look for Mortgage Mom Radio. Click that subscribe button. And make sure that you click that notification bell so that you do get that notification when we go live. It is an interactive show. We want you guys to be part of it. We want you to tell us that you're here, that you're watching. We want you to say hi. But more importantly, we really want you guys to ask your questions. The more questions that we get, the better that the shows are. The cool thing, though, with doing these 15, 20-minute segments is that we can get right to the point. Me and Heidi don't have to do our catching up with mom every single week. We're going to go right into a new topic. And then Drew, our amazing producer, is going to take all of the pieces of the segments from the week, and he is going to combine them all into one hour for our listeners um, on Saturday and Sunday by radio. So uh, if you guys are wondering, like, why does it sound like she's starting over again? Well, we are. It's every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I'm hoping that we can squeeze in Thursdays. We're 1 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube. So if you guys want to watch us, you want to ask your questions, there's something specific that you want to know, make sure you guys head over to YouTube, click that subscribe button, and ring that notification bell. Make sure you turn it to all so that you know when we go live. So today, I really want to talk about escrows. I think it's very important. I've had quite a few clients over the years. I'm not even going to say recently, but over the years, I've had quite a few clients that have reached out and they've gotten a little upset and their payment changes and they don't really understand why they thought they had a 30 year fixed rate. Isn't my rate fixed, Debbie? You know, isn't didn't you tell me this is never going to change on me? So I want to talk about escrows. So number one, first question is, you know, let's tell everybody, Heidi, what are escrows? What does that mean? And no, we're not talking about the company that closes, helps you close the mortgage or close the loan. We're talking about escrows. It is a piece of your monthly payment, also known as your impounds or your impound account. So what is escrows, Heidi? What is in it? What makes it up? So escrows are your property taxes and your homeowner's insurance. Homeowner's insurance is also known as your hazard insurance or your fire insurance. Right. But it is your insurance on your house as well as your property taxes. Yes. So as everybody knows who's got car insurance or any other kind of insurance at all, is that your insurance policies do not ever stay the same. They literally change annually. Now, you will not usually see a giant, giant change 
but you will see typically an increase, right? And everybody loves this word inflation. And I'm going to guarantee you that you're going to start seeing things get more expensive in every aspect of your life. I am shocked that they have not come out yet and told us that they are increasing our property taxes. Uh, it's probably around the corner. But in the meantime, let's, you know, let's just say that our property values have gone up and our property, our taxes are based on our property values. So everything is changing on an annual basis. Even though it's not going to change a lot, it is going to change. And unless we see a major dip or a major decline in housing prices, you're not going to see your property taxes go down every year. You're going to see them go up by just a little bit or stay the same, right? But what is that escrow account? It's encompassing those taxes and those insurance payments. If your taxes and your insurance get more expensive, what happens to the monthly payment, Heidi? It goes up. <laughs> right. They have, they have to account for your annual insurance, which is paid annually. And then depending on where you're located, your property taxes are paid semi-annual or annual or even quarterly in certain places. So they have to account for that in a monthly payment to make sure they have that amount to pay out annually, semi-annual, quarterly when those payments are due. So when your property taxes go up and your insurance goes up or one or the other, then that's going to adjust your monthly mortgage payment as a whole to make sure they can pay those payments. If you have a fixed rate, your principal and interest is not going up, but your payment as a whole, because your property taxes and your homeowner's insurance is included in that entire payment, you will then get a statement that says, we have adjusted your payment based on, and it will tell you what went up. Right. But people do get very upset. I thought this payment was never going to change. And they are correct. Their principal and interest will not change. But if property taxes and insurance adjust, then that all in payment is going to adjust to make sure that they account for that adjustment in the inflation, in the change for their property taxes and or insurance. Right. So I thought it was really important to bring that up because uh, again, we do get those calls quite often. Now, a lot of times we get a call that says, well, my payment went up $300. My payment went up $400. I mean, I've seen them go up $500 before. And the big question is why so much, right? I mean, this, this is not, you know, my insurance policy went up $200 for the year. I mean, this, we're right. talking three, four, $500 a month. Why did this payment go up? And it does happen. And it is very important to understand why, especially if you are a brand new buyer or if you have bought your home within the last 12 to 18 months. And I'm going to preface that with, especially because we were on shutdown, we were on lockdown, things slowed down, people were working from home, the same amount of people working inside of the county offices were not there. So we're going to take a very quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about why would your payment go up that much from your escrows, from your taxes and from your insurance? What happened? How did it happen? And why? So let's take a very quick break and then we'll be right back.
Welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux, and I have got Heidi Slegel points in with me today, and we are talking about escrows and why would your escrow account payment go up? Why is your 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, your monthly payment changing? And it's, it's a question mark that happens quite a bit. It seems to be really on the rise the last year and a half or so. I think a lot of it having to do with the, uh, you know, cough and everything that has been <laughs> happening, you know, in the world, um, things slow down, right? So the first thing that we have to make sure that everybody understands is that when you close on your home, the property taxes at the time that you close on your home are the seller's property taxes. More times than not, you buy the house for more money than what your seller had originally paid for the home. Property taxes, Heidi, are based on what? The purchase price. That's right. So whatever you bought your home for, your county has a way of calculating what your property taxes will be. But they are always using what you are buying the home for. So if the property taxes at the time that you close the home, the county has not done their job yet at reassessing your property, because obviously that's a paperwork thing. Your first bill all of a sudden comes out for taxes. They haven't done the reassessment yet. They're sending your lender a bill to pay your taxes. And this is, again, we're talking escrows. If you are not impounded, if you do not pay your monthly payment with your taxes and insurance as part of your monthly payment, your 30-year fixed rate mortgage will never change. Ever, Correct. for any reason, <laughs> unless you don't make a payment, you set something up with the lender, you get behind, you've got a deferment for, okay, that, that's all different, right? But right. if you are not impounded, your taxes and insurance, you are responsible to pay on your own when the bills come due, you can completely ignore this segment of the show. <laughs> but if you are like, I would say 80% of the population and your mortgage payment has your taxes and your insurance as part of your monthly payment, this is very important to understand. So when, you're, when you first close on your home, the county has not done their job yet. They have not reassessed your property. They have not done the paperwork to put into their system what that new sales price is and that you are the owner. You may even get a tax bill in the mail that still has the old seller's name on it even though it's your bill, okay? So when that happens, and Heidi, the bill comes out and it's too low. Correct. Right? And yep. then the, the lender does what? They send you a refund. Right. Because yes. they think that your bill was lower than what they estimated when they first did your loan. So again, remember, there's me and there's Heidi and there's all these loan officers and, you know, they're putting your, your file together and they're taking your loan application and they're seeing your sales price and they're figuring out what the tax base is in your neighborhood and your area. And they are determining what they believe that your monthly payment should be to cover your taxes based on your new sales price. So from day one, you start making a payment based on what we expect to see from the county once reassessed. But if the county happens to be behind <clears throat> quite all the time um, and your first tax bill or even second tax bill, make it to the lender and the lender pays a bill that is far less, significantly less than what they anticipated to see they will assume 
that the loan officer and the underwriter of the file made a mistake, was collecting too much, and they will send you a refund. So that refund comes in the mail, and what does the average typical person that just bought a house do, Heidi, with the money? They cash it. Right. And you and a lot of times they don't even know what it was for. They're thinking no. maybe they overpaid something through their transaction. I'm not saying that there's anything in it, no malice, no ill intent, right? They're, I no. mean, they're, they're getting uh, $40 from the insurance company because they overpaid the policy when it was new, and all of a sudden it got underwritten after the deal closed, and it's not as much, and they're getting a refund from the escrow company because they overfunded it to close the loan, and then they're getting a refund from over here, right? So they all yep. of a sudden get a four, five, six thousand $6,000 refund. Now, a lot of times this is about a year later, right? They usually get yeah. this check about a year later, but let me just tell you that because, again, as I mentioned before the break, a lot of these counties are behind. We had shutdowns. We had people out. We are severely behind right now. I would say that I have actually seen transactions that it has taken them over 18 months to get a home reassessed. That means three tax bills have come out for that person at that lower amount. There is absolutely no way for the lender servicing your loan to know that they just haven't reassessed yet. And the lender has rules. They are not allowed to keep a a specific percentage overage in your escrow account. They're not allowed to. So it's once a year annually, they go in and they reassess your, your account. They look at the property taxes that have, that the bills that they've received, what they've paid out. They look at your balance. They look at what they believe that you're going to have in future balances. And if that number is too high, they've got too much money on the books, they are going to send you a refund. You get a refund in the mail, you have got to pick up the phone and you have to call your loan officer and ask, do you know what this is for? Why are they sending me this money? When people call me and ask me that question, I tell them, put it in an account that you cannot touch, that you do not use, and wait another 12 months. If nothing has happened, your escrow, your mortgage company has not reached out to you and said, we're increasing your monthly payment, or you know you owe us X amount of dollars, then keep the money, totally fine. But when you get a, a, a payment from your mortgage company that is a large amount, and anywhere at all on that letter, it says escrow or impound, put that money to the side and wait because there's a very good chance you haven't been reassessed. What is another good way, Heidi, that they can go about figuring out if the money that they get in the mail is something that they can cash and use, or maybe they should wait? What's another good way for them to go about figuring out if they've been reassessed yet? Um, honestly, like I, I had the same situation happen and I called my lender and I said, what have you paid out my taxes? And they said, yes. And I said, well, what did you pay out? And it didn't match what my taxes were supposed to be, what I was told, what was on my paperwork. And I said, no, this isn't right. So they ended up canceling the check to me. And I was very grateful because then I got a supplemental tax bill. And I will tell you, it was in excess of $8,000. So had I cashed that. Arizona. <laughs> no, Whoa. it was before I moved to Arizona. Oh, all right, fine. It was my California house. All right. Um, but because I had gone over it, and honestly, even doing what I do, I didn't know that was happening. 
and my lender had said, Hey, do you know, there are these special assessments. And I was like, Oh my gosh. So we had set it up that way and they had sent me a check back because it hadn't been done. Yep. And so then I honestly just called the servicer and said, what have you paid? What do you have? And they said, no, we paid this out. We paid that out. And I was like, no, that's not at all what my paperwork said. Right. And you guys can cash a check. You can send it back to the lender and tell them yeah. to put it back in the account. But the bottom line is if you get a large check like that, make sure that you know why there was a specific yeah. reason why that happened. And it was probably because the lender did what they were supposed to do mm -hmm. legally by law. They cannot continue to hold money in your account over a percentage and in excess for future bills. And so mm -hmm. they have to send it back to you, but your county is not reassessed yet. Once they reassess, you're going to get a supplemental bill in the mail that is going to be due that you're going to have to pay. And not only that, but the tax bill, the next time that the lender gets the tax bill will be higher. And now all of a sudden they've already sent you all your money back and now your escrow account will be negative. So right. once your escrow account is negative, then the lender has to figure out, well, your next bill is going to be X amount. You're currently negative X amount. So in order for us to get you caught up, we need to put those two numbers together and we need to increase your monthly payment by, you know, X amount, 300, 400, $500 to make up the negative and get enough in there for the next bill that will be due. So keep that in mind. That is the only time that it is going to go up. That is nine times out of the 10, the reason why it goes up. You got a refund check and you cashed it. You didn't know what it was for. And now all of a sudden the county's behind. You've been reassessed and you've got taxes due you don't have the money to pay now one of the options when you see that letter come in the mail that says hey we're going to increase your monthly payment on you one of your options is to actually send them a check so you can call if it doesn't say it on the letter but most of the time it does it'll say you can either write us a check right now for x amount of dollars and your payment will stay the same or we are going to increase your monthly payment by X amount of dollars for this time. And it's usually for a 12 month period. And then after that, the shortage has been made up, the negative has been made up, and now you're gonna go into a normal payment moving forward from there. But you've gotta get that negative you know, fixed. And so I've even seen when they've sent money back, sometimes they'll lower the monthly payment on you because they mm -hmm. think they've been collecting too much every month. Too much. If you see that your payment goes down from what it was originally set up for, or you see that you get a big check in the mail, do not jump up and down. Do not go out and buy yourself some new furniture. Don't get that new TV. Don't get that PlayStation or that Xbox that you've been wanting. Stop and, and figure that something had to have happened. You know, you don't just get free money in the mail for no reason, not big chunks like that. Make sure you call your lender and you ask so that you don't end up into a budget crisis down the road. Very Always important. call the servicer and ask them, what is this for and why? Right. So really quick, we have had clients that have ended up in that situation and they don't have the money and they can't afford the monthly payment that they're being told that they have to make. It really is outside of their budget and what they can afford. And they don't have the cash to send it in to replenish the account to get rid of the negative. So another option in that circumstance is that we can take a look at your loan for you. We can do a refinance. We can make up the negative and the impound, the escrow account balance. 
we can get you all caught up with a new free finance, with a new monthly payment. Now your taxes have been reassessed by the county, so it's, they're going to change very, very little every year. You're going to see probably, you know, 10 to 20 $30 a, a month that could change, you know, year over year. But we can get you refinanced and we can get you all caught up and we can get you moving forward into greener pasture. So if you're in a situation that you can't afford the increased payment, this has happened to you and you don't have the cash to send into the lender to get your payment moved back down, give us a call. Get on the books. Go to the website. Go to MortgageMomRadio.com. Click on that phone button or book appointment button. Schedule a time to talk with me or one of the other ladies at, here at the office and let us see if there's something that we can do to help you. Interest rates are still very, very low right now, so maybe there's a chance that we can get you into a, a better rate or maybe even the same rate you already have. The other opportunity would be if you've got mortgage insurance right now, maybe we look at your value. Maybe your property has gone up in value. You're a year, year and a half later, properties have gone through the roof. So, hey, maybe we can fix your escrow account, get that, you know, get that payment down for that reason. Maybe we can remove the mortgage insurance because values are up and get your payment down even further for that reason and possibly get you moving into an even better payment. And now you can breathe again and that weight is off your shoulders and off your chest. So best thing to do is get yourself, book yourself an appointment or give us a call. Call the office. It's 844-935-3634. Heidi, what's that spell? We lend for you, W-E-L-E-N-D. And the number four. And that is it for today. So we have finished our 20 minutes for today. We'll be back again uh, tomorrow for another segment. We're going to be doing uh, talking about ADUs, accessory dwelling units. And again, it's an interactive show. We want you guys to be part of it. We want you to tune in. We are Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and we're hoping for Thursdays. We'll see if I've got it in me um, every single week at 1 p.m. And uh, we'll see you again tomorrow. We'll talk to you guys all real soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Debbie Marcuse, licensed by the Department of Financial Institutions, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504, Florida, LO76508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, Nevada, 57237, Oregon, Tennessee, 184373, Texas, Washington, MLO237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go, pick up the phone and call mom.